Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host who can kill it on Farah or get dank with a tank. Mozzie. Hey. Oh, I should have said fire with Farah. Ah, darn. Uh, that, that was on the spot. You know, they don't always come out super clean, but, you know, this is this is what you're here for. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, we've got the weather changed, so I'm a, I'm a flummy boy. A flummy, which is great. Love, <laughs> love, uh broadcasting that but right right regular john fleming here um (laughs) so yeah we are getting into the last game of the year um the pro bowl you know came and went all that um there's not even dfs for it anymore since it's uh, it's flag football so that fun has gone too so just the super bowl and then we'll be getting into free agency and draft evals i know we're both pretty excited to get started on the draft evals this year it's an exciting class uh lots of qbs lots of receivers apparently and I'm sure we'll find some fun uh, running backs in the rough. There's that guy earlier. Well, I forget his name. The guy in, out of Bowling Green. I hope he comes out because he's got the most insane dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just got the huge butt. They call him the steroid gerbil. I'm like, that's amazing. But apparently he breaks tackles like a mofo, which, I mean, I I mean not, I I'm not surprised. It. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Terrion Stewart? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, dude is. I think it might have been that exactly. Yeah, he is Brooked. stacked. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. But anyway, we're not there yet. Uh, we're still got Super Bowl ahead of us. Unfortunately, neither of the teams we wanted to make it did. Um, you know, the Lions are cursed and yeah. the Ravens are stupid. And uh, here we are. So we've got uh, Kansas City and San Fran again, a rematch of four years ago. Um, I saw a tweet that was like, if I had a nickel for every time, the Chiefs and Niners played in an election year between Biden and Trump. I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened more than once. Right. Yeah, I'm so not hopefully, super yeah. excited for this Super Bowl, just going to be honest. Uh, like, is it going to be on in the background? Yeah. Is there a chance I'm playing Overwatch or something during it? Also, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm having people over so I can kind of enjoy it a little more. And, you know, got some bets on. But, yeah, this is... The, the the outcomes are the opposite of what we wanted last week. But, you know, alas, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be good football. I'm sure once we get past the the grumps of who's in it, we'll enjoy the game. Um, we're both taking Kansas City, despite being underdogs, again, for some reason. Uh, San Fran's favored by two. Our total is 47.5. It is pretty much settled on that. I don't think it's moved in like a week almost. So, yeah. maybe not a week, but it's been at least a few days. But, yeah, so... Injury-wise, I guess we'll start there. Um, 49ers are, are good to go. Um, Kittle and Armstead didn't practice much last week, getting limited in, but they're both going to play this week. I don't think there's any concern there. Yeah. For the Chiefs, there's actually some some good notes here. Um, well, not good notes, but noteworthy items, I should say. So uh, Tooney is a long shot. They said, oh, big 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 dog. So we got two dogs now here. So uh, <laughs> there's going to be, to be, you know, it's not. It doesn't just double. It definitely multiplies. It's exponential with the with the wolves. So anyway, oh, yeah. um, Joe Tooney, 
yeah, when one barks, they they get rolled into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Joe Tooney is a long shot, Andy Reid said. There, there's a chance, quote-unquote, but it seems pretty slim, um, no. unlike him. Um, <laughs> hey. Speaking of slim, though, Jarrett McKinnon also has a, quote-unquote, slim chance to play. So slim chance, a long shot, don't really uh, give me much hope. It just kind of sounds like a duo from a you know 2001 animated sitcom. I don't know. Um, Tony is up in the air. He, he, I think is, I'll say 40, 60 play, not play. I think he's more likely to not play. Um, just because they may want the roster spot for someone else like Sky Moore, who they just activated, um, to the active roster. So right now on their active roster receiver wise, again, it's not like it's loaded or anything, but they may deem, you know, six enough so right now their active roster is obviously Rasheed Rice, MVS, Justin Watson um and now they've got Sky Moore up with Richie James and Miko Hardman um I think Tony's definitely active and I don't know about Justin Ross so I don't I don't think they're gonna keep that many receivers active so I'm gonna lean Tony probably sits but that's my guess yeah. there yeah I mean um, he's been kind of brainless the past <laughs> month or so uh, that's not really an energy you want for this kind of game as a distractive energy. So distracting, that's a word. Distractive is not, uh, that distracting. That's kind of fitting for him though. I don't know. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like destructive and distracting combined. There you go. Right. It was intentional. We'll go with that. Distractive so distraction that is Darius Tony. Yeah. He Kadarius just kind of, Tony. uh, we were saying earlier, like he could be good, but you know, yeah. Probably should be. Probably but, should be you know. good. <laughs> yeah, he, but he, he won't be, unfortunately. It's a, it's a bummer. The Maybe talent, he turns it around someday, but... Uh, you know the Powerpuff Girls intro? The talent to diva ratio in like your star wide <laughs> receiver, they just accidentally put diva in three times. And yeah, it's supposed like, to be like, they you still know, put talent in once, but... <laughs> too, too many diva servings. <laughs> that's fair. That's funny. Um... Yeah, so with that, we kind of get into the the meat and potatoes of this game. I think for me, a lot of it hinges a lot. A lot of the stuff for the Kansas City offense feels a little more straightforward. Um, the Niners' offense is more dependent on what we think the Chiefs might do on defense. Um, so I guess we can start with the Chiefs' side since it's a little more straightforward, at least to me. Mm-hmm. The Niners play a lot of zone. They don't have a good secondary, and we saw last week. With the Lions, you know, that get taken advantage of, at least in the first half. And so, while the Chiefs line is good, they're not as strong as the Lions, but Mahomes can, you know, buy time. So, I think they're going to be able to kind of do their typical ordeal with, you know, Kelsey and Rice. Yeah, Kelsey, Rice. I It, it looked to me like you could run on the Niners more than maybe initially anticipated. At least yeah, from the, I, I know the Lions have a great O-line, but it, like the Chiefs O-line is also very good. Um, And you don't really call much holding in the Super Bowl, so like... Which benefits the Chiefs. Very much benefits the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's going to sound salty, but they got to lay with a lot. Anyway, um, so yeah, they, they do have a good run, run blocking O-line, though, for sure. And that's kind of been the thing, as we saw with the Packers with the Lions, and now with the Chiefs. Like, if you are if you have a good run game, then you can get it going. And so, Pacheco's gotten a shitload of work in the playoffs. He's gotten, like, I think he's gotten, like, to over 20 touches in each game. I'll double-check that. But 
Uh, so against the Bills, he got 15 carries. Against the Dolphins, he got 24. Against the Ravens, he got 24. Um, that's not counting receptions either. So he's just getting the ball a ton. He's kind of been the engine of their offense, which makes sense. Um, yeah. So and, yeah, and he even got four receptions last week. So 28 touches last week in total. Uh, so many. <laughs> and, you know, with the extra rest, I think they're going to give him some more. Um, yeah, where, where are you at with the Chiefs here? Um... I think that I want Mahomes as my quarterback for DFS, as opposed to Purdy. I, it's it's just sort of a vibe. You you can play both, but kind of tough. Yeah, it's tough to do both. Uh, we've talked some ways that it might be possible to do both, but if you are doing just one, I would say personally, I'm going with Mahomes. I don't know this game, and I hate to bring it up, but it does kind of give me vibes of a certain. Patriots comeback in a Super Bowl where maybe the NFC team started off a lot stronger and then the team that everyone loves to hate came back. Uh, trying to be as vague and least triggering. Yeah, who, who could it be? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But I, I do get the sense that the Niners just have a lot more talent on offense, but the Chiefs are just a better team overall with a stronger defense. So for me... I kind of want just like the cornerstones of the Chiefs. I want Kelsey, Mahomes, and Pacheco and Rice. Like that's kind of my main thing. Um, I think there's a couple other guys you could play if you want to get cheap. Like you, I mean, I don't are, want to. Are take we gonna it say it? You, but are we gonna do I, <laughs> I do. Like I don't want Meikle. Uh. That's not where I'm going. But I definitely think that MVS. Seems to uh, only show up when the lights are on, and only <laughs> when the lights. Yeah, are on. it's so. Yeah, I unfortunately I think it makes sense for him here. Um, kind of the same stuff, and and he's not going to get the same type of design touches that Jamo will. Like I think that is a spot where you could look at, you know, Sky that that shitty trio of more Tony and Hardman as like design touch run guys because they don't really do that for MBS. but i mean we saw with jamo last week um getting open kind of deep middle that 15 20 yard range that's him um the deep speed like getting past the safeties like literally the thing we mentioned was the thing he did mm-hmm. um because the niner safeties are slow and so yeah I- obviously he has to catch it that is <laughs> the that is that is the gamble you take <laughs> yes but that's the gamble with every pass catcher you take on this team, pretty much outside of Kelsey and Rice. And even, you know, occasionally Kelsey, like, he'll, he'll get a little dropsy sometimes, but he gets so many targets, it's not really... Proportionally, it's small still. Um, but, yeah, he kind of makes sense here. Because where the Niners play sides, like, they've got, you know, Armour in the slot. Diamador Lenar in the slot. Um, <laughs> and then, so, like, Rice will get him, but he's he's playing slot, like, half the time. So, half the time that'll hit... Um, They'll mix everyone else around, but then they can, you know, they can basically waste Traverius Ward on whoever. Sometimes it might be MVS, but it can be Watson. It can be, you know, whomstead of ever they want to throw out there, whether it's, you know, Richie James, Justin Ross, Sky, any anybody. They could kind of just waste him there more or less in the, in the zone. So, like, they'll be getting those, you know, quick hits with Rice and Kelsey, but, like, there are going to be times where the Niners, you know, come up more maybe they only have one back all that jazz and or, or they're just too slow so yeah i yeah like him here unfortunately it feels terrible to say his his prop line is like 
under 20 yards. So I bet that, and I bet his touchdown, because his touchdown odds are also, like, they were the longest odds of anyone who, like, plays, basically. Right. Like, he was the same as, like, CEH. I'm like, mm, that feels, like, not right. And, like, everyone <laughs> else who was lower, like, is the, way more obvious. So, I mean, yeah, like, going past him, it was, like, Jawan Jennings, who, with everyone healthy, is not going to play much or be a factor. So, Do you think yeah. it's safe to say if MVS scores a touchdown, the Chiefs win? Yeah. I think so, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume so. Like, if that's happening, it's it's brutal for you. Because um, that's that's kind of the factor. Is like we know Kelsey and Rice will get there. Is it just a matter of like what else do we get? Like we know Mahomes can run, but does someone else step up? Like someone's gonna have to. So, right. I think he's the most likely. He plays the most. So yeah, I'd say his snap percent has got to be pretty good. Yeah, he's playing like eighty percent of the snaps. I'll confirm that, but. I mean, he he could run blocks. So that's a large part of it. But he knows, like he he fucks up. Okay, drops aside, he fucks up the least. Right. Um, so that they trust him the most. Hilarious. Like so, like last week, um, Rice eighty nine percent, MVS eighty three percent, Watson forty four percent, Richie James twenty one percent. Week prior was closer with MVS and Watson, um, and some other guys mixed it in. But they just they're going too tight end so much. Um. Like, they're going too tight end, like, over half the time. Yeah, it's the most they've done in a really long time. Yeah, because they trust Noah Gray more than these other guys, too. So, yeah, uh, I guess I'll ask, do you have interest in Noah Gray here? For sure. Um, that's definitely, like, trying to make a unique lineup sort of thing with a cheapo. But I'm probably not going to go there as much, but I do like him. Like... Yeah, I think he has as good of a chance to score a touchdown as anybody else. Yeah, especially down in that range. Like, let me pull up that. Uh, like the Chiefs the don't score stuff. long touchdowns at all. No, they, they if they do, it would be MVS. Right, exactly. Um, they have to move down the field and then punch it in. Mm-hmm. So down in that range. So Sky Moore is at two K. So Justin Watson is twenty four hundred. If you can get there, I'd prefer that. Like MVS is three K. But I think what we'll see most likely is like Noah Gray at eighteen hundred, like Mikola at sixteen, Clyde at twelve, maybe even Yuschek at eight. Like, I think that's going to be more popular. And then we'll see, you know, like I don't think MVS is going to be popular because people aren't going to be in that range. And then you can go, you know, down two hundred to Mitchell or up four hundred to the Chiefs D. Like I don't think that's going to be race people go. So like DFS wise, I like him in that regard too, just because I think he'll be a little unique. Um, but like. I would guess that, like, Gray and Mikol and CEH will probably be more popular than MVS just because, like, they're going to project close to the same and they're just cheaper. So I think, like, you're going to see them in more lineups. Yeah. I definitely don't want Mikol. He No. I feel Did like he, he I don't think up. he played last week. He got one yeah. snap last week, and it might have been special teams. <laughs> he fucks up in really bad ways. Yeah, after <laughs> after the Buffalo game, they're like, "All right, man, we're done. We're done." They tried it, got back you know, with the X, thought maybe they were like, "Nope, things would yeah. be different." <laughs> it, they were not. They were worse. <laughs> it's really, really a good life lesson there. Honestly, it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah. Anyway, Forty um, Nine ers side is where it gets a little more interesting. Where are you leaning on the Forty Nine ers here? Forty Nine ers side. So. For whatever reason, my head is sort of predicting this weird game script where it's a, a strong Niners 
first half and strong Chiefs second half. So for me, that means Kittle and McCaffrey to start the game and some Debo. And then the second half is all going to be a lot more of like Kittle and trying to get it to Iuke or Juwan Jennings and guys like that. Um, and so for me, the only guy that I really want is Kittle in a weird way because I like him to be used throughout the whole game. Uh, like, I'll, like McCaffrey's going to be used throughout the whole game, but McCaffrey is stupid, dummy, expensive. Yeah, and he's like he's he's McCaffrey. That's yeah. like he's he is you know inevitable. He is eternal, all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he 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 happens no matter what, pretty much. Like barring injury, he happens. So yeah. just kind of everyone else. I I am for sure think that if you just want like um like a you know guaranteed money pool, you probably have McCaffrey in there and just like the standard guys. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like the Chiefs defense is going to clamp the fuck down in the second half. And that's kind of why I like the Chiefs D. It's kind of why I don't like Purdy as much as Mahomes. I've already said I think Purdy throws at least two picks. He has gotten quite lucky to make it to the Super Bowl based on his playoff play. Yes. And one of them will be a linebacker. Like, I can already tell you that. I, I'm not sure which it is, because I was going through the different linebackers. I'm, you know, I'm like, is it going to be Bolton? But mm-hmm. is it going to be Chanel? We'll, yeah, we'll so, see. So speaking of those linebackers and Bolton, so Bolton is pretty solid in coverage, but we're also talking Kittle here. It's a bit, it's a bit different of a, of a monster there. For sure. And um, I think Macho is a great way to describe Kittle. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I was kind of, I've been torn on Kittle. So hearing you like him kind of makes me feel a bit better because, like, on one hand, like the Chiefs have been like really good against tight ends. They haven't played a ton, but like even the good ones they played, they've been good against. Um, the thing is, though, the, the, the coverage type that KC kind of goes into is the thing for me. And this is, this is coming back to Kittle. Don't worry. So, no, I KC, you. like, they, they they go man heavy kind of often and it makes sense like they've got Sneed they've got some solid other corners like, like like Duffy and then they have I think it was like Watson and Williams as the other outside um good safeties like they can get pressure it makes sense like they should go man heavy pretty frequently um so I could see them you know going okay like we're gonna put Sneed on Ayuk um you know have make Duffy on Debo I don't know exactly how they do it but anyway and then the problem is, like, who do they put on Kittle? Because, like, Bolton's good, but he can't hang with Kittle and man. And then, like, Edwards is good, but I think he's too small for Kittle. So, I, in the man scenario, like, Ayuk and Kittle are both amazing versus man, but I think Kittle gets the easier time in that scenario. Um, and then if they go zone, like, okay, Kittle can find the spots in the zone. Like, Debo can find the spots in the zone. So, I think either way they go kind of benefits Kittle. So, I I feel like he's kind of the more sure option. Of course, like you know, there, he has you know the occasional three for twenty games and stuff like that. But anyone on San Fran can have that really. Um, I just think if we're talking, you know, between him and Ayuk, I think Kittle is more likely to do well. Um, but the Debo one's kind of interesting because I'm not sure like if they're gonna go, hey, we're gonna man up and say, okay, we'll man up Debo, trust Snead on Ayuk, and then like 
we'll have to figure out Kittle. Or if they're going to say, okay, we're going to go zone, we don't want to leave someone one-on-one without you can Kittle. We're going to try to cover that. And then when Debo gets the ball, we'll try to keep it in front of us. I don't know which way they're going to go. I think you'll probably see both. Just um, the way the game starts and what they have to do in the second half. Because <laughs> I think the way that it starts is probably what they've been doing more, which is probably more man, uh, which to me lends a little bit more to guys like Kittle just yeah, because and, it's Kittle. Yeah, because <laughs> like I think we, and it, going back to your point of like how the game might start, Spags loves to start the game blitzing until it burns him. Yeah. And the problem with the Niners, is, so I was actually looking into this because so Purdy, when he's under normal pressure, and eh, not that great, he's fine. He, like he's not bad, but he's not, not you know obviously not Mahomes level. No one is, but n- normal pressure. And eh, when it's a blitz, he's been amazing because he's got Debo, Kittle, CMC, and like he's been good like in you know when to when to run with that too. So if they're you know man blitzing, then all I have to do is just you know. Chuck gets one of his guys who's probably going to win their coverage and, you know, that could go poorly. Um, So I think, like, what they might try to do is, you know, rush foreign man, maybe zone blitz, I don't know. But, like, if they they man blitz over and over, they're going to get smoked. Yeah, they've done a really good job disguising their pressure packages. Like last week. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Dude, oh gosh. (laughs) You want to detour for a second? Like... (laughs) So there was like a clip about Harbaugh kind of talking about um, the game and it more or less sounded like they um, they had kind of like, you know, runner pass ready and the Chiefs kept showing like heavy box. And so they would switch out of run and then almost every time they kept dropping back. And, you know, Harbaugh mentioned that it's like, well, like, you know, if Lamar's not picking up on that, you could tell him to just stay run. <laughs> like, right. But, you know, you hope you hope he picks up on that. But, yeah, they were disguising it well. So. Anyway, back to yeah, back to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's really important. They're a really sneaky defense, um, and they're tough to get a read on. So I think that's kind of like brings me back to McCaffrey just a little bit, in the sense that at the very least the Niners are gonna watch what the Ravens just did and say, okay, we need to just run the ball sometimes, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't look just go trust it, you know. So, like, I do yeah, think which, McCaffrey which gets the do. rock a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a good matchup for McCaffrey, like, not to bury the lead, but he, like, he was my first banger immediately because the Chiefs run D, despite what Baltimore made you think last week, like, is their weaker point, especially with Nadia out. Um, Willie Gay's back, so that's a big boon, obviously, but, like, the Niners can outside zone the Chiefs to death, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, that's that's a big risk on the, on the game, too, like, if it going the wrong way for the Chiefs. But, like, we know the Niners will not abandon the run, like, even if the fronts look bad for a bit. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, like, even if they clamp down, CFC just gets the ball so much that, yeah, lo- lovely there. Yeah, See, the other Niners, why yeah. Darnold it's... needs to be starting, okay? Because <laughs> Darnold can't read a defense for shit. So what <laughs> happens <laughs> is the Chiefs disguise <laughs> the, <laughs> their pressure package and he can't read it at all, so he just does the play call. It's ineffective. It's like a Psyduck. That's this is why he's Psyduck, okay? <laughs> that is the most perfect like quarterback Pokemon comp. And the fact that we remember when we were doing that instantly we we're both like, Yeah, Darnold Psyduck, Darnold, duh. Psyduck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so with this script, like with this game, I think kind of picking a script and picking like how you think Casey defends it is the way to kind of build your lineup because like obviously you're doing bets, but this is just showdown and with showdown you kind of want to think game script. So, you know, if you say, okay, Kansas City goes man heavy, you know, you're probably not doing as much Debo. There's also, so DraftKings, what I'll definitely do probably is um, they have like the the quarter contests basically like when the when the first half's winding down you can enter like flash drafts for the third quarter it's mm. so like one obviously you know who's getting the ball like you know if the Chiefs are getting the ball you can go heavier on them and two like if you think about the adjustments if you go oh wow like you know if you want to if you if say you build your main lineup for the Chiefs being in man and they come out in man and it hurts them you can hedge the rest of your night by going, okay, what if they switch to zone and then doing your flash drafts that way kind of thing too. That might um, be fun. I'm going to have to convince our Chiefs fan of a friend to uh, to not turn the game off at halftime. Be like, just wait. Or maybe don't watch until halftime. I, uh, I love those flash drafts, by the way. Those are so fun. I've done pretty well with them because like for the third quarter, as long as you know who's getting the ball, like, that's one edge that people don't take advantage of. And two is just like the flow of the game, keeping track of injuries, all that. So those are pretty fun mm-hmm. and just how to draft with those. So yeah. Anyway, um, anything else with this game specifically that you want to kind of dig in on? Or I think we covered it fairly well. Yeah. Um, in terms of scoring, do you think this will be, what's the total 47 and a half? This seems about right. A lot of people were taking the over is what it sounded like. I think it's gone up just a little bit yeah but i've gone up half a point i think if the over hits that probably favors san fran right probably yeah Hmm. not that it's certain but if it goes to like 55 like it's probably fair in san fran <laughs> um so you know i guess that could be kind of a way to parlay because like the these aren't the same chiefs unfortunately so you know if the nines are putting up 30 it's not gonna look great for their outlook um but I, I went through our typical, like, uh, things. I'm like, okay, like, our one of our main things is all this aside, like, you know, if you're kind of torn, what's what's the head coach-quarterback combo? And I think for both of them, we'll both say Kansas City. Yeah. But um, I was going through the rest of the stuff. I'm like, okay, running back, you have the, the San Fran. Wide receiver one and two, San Fran. Yeah. Um, I call tight end a tie. Um, I think that's pretty fair. Even if you say right now, like, Kittle's better, the – you know, the Chiefs still have a better backup tight end. D-line I gave to San Fran, but it's actually not by a ton. Um, linebacker, I said it was a tie. They both have actually really good linebacking groups. Um, yeah. Secondary, like both corner and safety, I gave to Kansas City. Um, and then, of course, kicker uh, and punter, probably. Kansas City there. D-line is interesting because while I agree it's San Fran and it should be, I think they might be a little overrated. Um, I would say, like, I'll say pass rush San Fran. Um, But, like, you know, Chris Jones in the middle is insane, too. Obviously missing Naughty Hurts, but yeah. And, like, if the Chiefs are running too tight end, and let's just be honest here. Like, Bill Belichick very famously told all of his linemen just to fucking hold in the Super Bowl because they're not going to call it. And, (laughs) like, if you take (laughs) Donovan Smith, Jawan Taylor... Kelsey and Gray, and they're just like doing little holding here and there. There's not going to be much pressure on the outside yeah. from the nine. And when there is, we know Mahomes can. Yeah, 
like we saw Chase Young trying to fucking chase whoever that was last week. He he's not catching Mahomes. No. <laughs> that was a piss poor effort. Um, <laughs> Mahomes just got that zest. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. Looking at lineups like for this, I was kind of digging on them, and um, like I like Kittle a lot. DraftKings like Kittle's price is great. Rice's price is nice. Um, what wonderful set mm-hmm. of rhymes there too. Value wise, I like MBS, of course, as we mentioned, or Noah Gray. Um, I so I did one that was kind of weird, but kind of worked, and it was the Chiefs onslaught, where I went MBS captain, and I go Kelsey Mahomes, Rice Butker, and then CMC's my only Niner. Interesting. And like, I don't hate that don't as hate like that a either. lineup. So, you know, MBS captain's a little shaky. But you know, I could I could always go rice captain and, and maybe maneuver it a bit, but I mean the only way McCaffrey doesn't like have a great game is if he doesn't get the ball. And he's going to get the ball because he is the yeah, best like, player on the team. Yeah, the only way like he doesn't get there probably is if he gets hurt. Like yes. he could have a bad game, but he's usually the highest scoring niner. It's be- because of the volume. And well, I will say we obviously don't want anyone to get hurt. I wouldn't mind Brock Purdy having to come out for a play just so I, you know, Sam Darnold could play in a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> just for like one play, okay? Yeah, hopefully not a kneel down, but <laughs> Sam kind of Darnold takes the kneel down. I might lose <gasps> my shit. That would be hilarious. That would almost take a sting off of it. Um, it would. Yeah. Th- I think if you don't play play McCaffrey, the way to go would be like Purdy captain with like multiple pass catchers or go pass catcher like basically Purdy and two pass catchers in your lineup would kind of be the way to fade McCaffrey. I think. Yeah, that that's the way I think you have to do it because mm-hmm. you can't just like the Chiefs defense is good, but you can't just do all Chiefs and then like the Niners kicker because Jake Moody sucks. Yeah, um, again, kicker diff. Then that's another thing. That's another, you know, that's one of those where it might not really affect the fantasy all too much. But in terms of, you know, who you're picking, we're talking about a two point spread and there is a pretty solid kicker diff. Uh huh. Yeah. And then looking on FanDuel price wise as well, um, CMC is really expensive there. But you get some like nice bargains on, like, I, I, you can Kittle are super cheap on FanDuel. So I'll probably be going more like Niner heavy there, more Chief heavy on DraftKings, just to kind of take advantage of the pricing there. Um, as far as like popularity goes, Debo and Ayuk are not that popular on DraftKings at the moment. Projected, it might change, but that's making me kind of interested. Like, huh? Like, what if you know I went with them? So I'll, I'll definitely make a few lineups to do that. But on FanDuel, I assume they're more popular, right? They have to be to the prices. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit, but still not very, so. I would say um, if you think that the Chiefs start strong and then the Niners roar back in the second, that would be my game script where I would really want Ayuk. Yeah, like, the lineup I made where I've got, like, Purdy and multiple pass catchers, like, has Pacheco in it. Mm-hmm. So, just on the thought of, like, they get ahead or something like that. Right. <laughs> if you want to do your thing where Purdy throws some picks, you could do like Chiefs D with with uh, with Pacheco, and then do like a Niners stack, like reversing it, kind of. That is pretty much what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Very I'm troll. You, I, like, I, I don't know why. I just I, I I just feel it. I feel the the Purdy picks coming. 
filled in the Boyne lines. It'll still be a really close and I, I would assume very good game. I'm just I do think that he's gonna throw at least two picks. I hope so. <laughs> that way Darnold comes in. Super Bowl Darnold would be great. That'd be so <laughs> troll. Oh man, but anything else before we dip out of here? Um gosh, I know it's we're, it's the Super Bowl preview, but some of these coaching hires this past Dude. week or so have really got the Chargers. me scratching my head. Yeah, what the fuck? The 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 commanders in general staying shambly is kind of funny. That's hilarious. Like... <laughs> I wonder if they just couldn't hire anybody else. Did you see what Ben Johnson said about them? He said like they're basketball guys and that he didn't trust them to run a football team. Was that it? Pretty much, yeah. Or is there He's more? Like they're basketball guys and he doesn't like that they're really um strong-headed in their football opinions of which they know nothing about pretty much <laughs> he's basically saying they think they're smart and they're not yeah which is david like, temper damn no wonder they got dan quinn nobody else wanted to go there yeah why like, would you and then, hire you know, eric Bieniemy to be your assistant head coach with the idea of making him the head coach and then not, not... even offer him the head coaching job Dude, I was really hoping, like, after all that went water ride with Cliff, I'm like, dude, what if what if the enemy goes to the Raiders? Who they brought in Getzy, which I, I haven't come to terms with how I feel on that one yet. We, I actually we kinda... don't hate that. I liked how get okay Getzy's play calling weeks one through five were dog shit, but he changed it, and yes. when he changed it, things got a lot better. So at least he has the wherewithal to know. Like, hey, this isn't working. It's time to change things. And yeah, you could say like five weeks is too long. But at the same time, sometimes it's like good to really iron it out and be like, okay, this is definitively not working. We have tried every angle to make this work. We now know it does not. So we are switching. And I, that's actually like in terms of like gaming, if you were to switch champions or heroes in a game, too early you might actually be throwing because you don't even have your ultimate yet yeah. yeah dude you just weren't even playing your best yet you know or no they say like oh and seven you got to go oh and seven before you make the switch <laughs> so i'm i'm here for it i don't hate getsy uh joe barry going to the dolphins makes absolutely no fucking sense <laughs> uh, like there, okay yeah. he's gonna be their run game like, he's helping with the... Oh, the run game. All right, note to self. <laughs> Running backs versus Dolphins. <laughs> the Packers have been one of the worst teams in the NFL the past three years at Joe Barry against the run, so that move is really puzzling. Um, I'm sure there are a few more we're not thinking yeah, of. But, but yeah, I, I, I Some of these really stick this. out. Yeah, Greg Roman with the Chargers. Yeah. Oh. That's just... I, Chargers are going to be that really champs again. We already know that ship is going down. He vowed to win multiple championships, so he's gone in two years, um, and they're going <laughs> to suck. Sorry. Yeah, hiring Greg Roman when you've not been able to run the ball for two years straight is just so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So, at least I know they're not going to be in the running for uh, the division this coming year. Hell but... yeah, brother. <laughs> it's so, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Again, also on that, it sucks that the Chiefs and Niners are playing in the Raiders stadium. Yeah. Um, At least it's the Vegas one and not Oakland. That would seem way worse. But alas. Uh, Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Thank you for joining us this season. It's been a fun one. Um, 
lot more betting. We've gotten Mozzie more more DFS centric and everything. We uh, yeah. got some more social accounts going. We get, I've I've gotten the pod editing ironed out. Just a lot, lot of lot of good improvements, and you know, I know we're gonna look to take a big step next year too. Um, after the season, we'll have you know um, we might go over some takes. We'll have you know we'll go over coaching changes. We'll have the free agency stuff, and then obviously, like we said at the start, um, all the prospects. Um, we usually start that kind of like March, April, but I feel like we may start that earlier this year based on how excited we both are. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. If anything, we, we might see more on the website in the off season. I feel like that would be a, a, a good avenue for us to kind of throw, throw some, throw some bits out there before we do full episodes, um, which that website is uh, mozzie and the muscle.com. You can Thank find you us yeah. on socials on uh, mozzie and muscle on Twitter and mozzie and the muscle on um, Instagram and on Twitter, or sorry, or on uh, TikTok. I think it's either Mozzie and Muscle or Mozzie and the Muscle. Maybe we'll try to use that more too. Get some like video clips up talking about the all the prospects and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's been a been a good run this year, and we're uh, excited to have year. Oh gosh, what year is this? So we started mid twenty eighteen, I think. I think seventeen. Seventeen. It's, it's been it's been a lot of years. We we have like you know six of these in the book or so. So. We didn't start yeah, like, doing the evaluations until Mahomes, because that was the year. Or after we Mahomes, like, right? Yes, after Mahomes, because we were like, hey, this guy so kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> so this, yeah, this is our sixth full year doing it. So, but I, th- I think these last two, we've definitely really kind of hit our stride some, and we're just going to keep getting better, aging like, aging like a fine wine. So, got our Samazier over here, too. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in, though, and we will uh, be back not super soon, but in, in a little bit with uh, some more for you.